You just remarked how it was less pressure with no video because we did a video show last night and then immediately checked yourself in the mirror. <laughs> I look good. I mean, these curls are holding. The curl comes right in front of the headphones. It's pretty glam. The whole hairdo looks better without all the metal in it. The bobby pins, you mean? Yeah, yeah, it's funny. I wonder if they would ever set off a metal detector. I know when the satin dolls, we would travel in the airports and we had to wear those funny like 1940s turbans. They would have to pat down the turban and squeeze it to make sure we weren't smuggling something in there. <laughs> Do any of you guys want a job? Like smuggling stuff? I got, oh. I got, I got stuff. You're live on air. This is a parody show. Is it? So you're joking? This is a satire show. Wait, but are you joking? This isn't even a real podcast. Oh, that's deep. This is a parody of a podcast. That's super deep. It's New Year. It's New Year's Day. Yeah. The streets are quiet. People are cheerful. Optimism is in the air. The sun is out. People are hungover. It's surprising how fast you can go downhill when you begin to feel sorry for yourself. Welcome to Los Angeles, ma'am. Live from the City of Roses. Maybe this is a good time for a little break. This is LAAF. And you listening at home on your radio boxes. With Grace Faye. Grace. Instant gratification takes too long. Grace! If you like high adventure, come with me. And. Major player, Boyle. Jimmy McCammon. He's an enigma. A mystery wrapped in a riddle. He's an idiot. One and a half million in Los Angeles. If you like the stealth of intrigue, come with me. Your parents didn't want this for you. This? This is irrelevant, Your Honor. Is L-A-A-F. It's going to be a massive production. They're making fun. Come on, it's embarrassing. Those are just people flying back from coming into LAX right there. Or coming into the Bob Newhart Airport. What's the Bob one? Oh, Bob Hope. Oh, okay. Bob Hope was a famous comedian. Yeah, you can watch his movies. But there's an airport in Burbank named after him. Coming and it's the better the... airport. It's smaller and easier to get to. Yeah. The Tim LAAX. Conway Airport. <laughs> it's LAAF podcast it's a brand new year it's uh laf podcast on the things where you put the at sign those things and then you Twitter, can go to the Instagram, patreon facebook yeah. we went live last night and it was it was a success until copyright material shut us down but uh, i got some things to say about facebook okay. rules some things uh to say about a little thing that happened in 1976 in the united states of america called the fair use act Okay, well, anyway, it was fun, and we will share some cute photos from that and uh, maybe some video of us performing. Jimmy was full-on musical theater. He was oh, yeah. singing. What? He was doing some... We were doing coordinated dance moves. I mean, yeah. I am a musical theater performer, and I've never gotten Jimmy to do that level of Broadway. <laughs> Much like the LAAF podcast, people get the wrong assumption about it and that it... It is not a parody of itself, which it is. He was the, really the putting LAF his heart and soul podcast, into it. The LAF podcast is a parody of podcasts everywhere. And when I when I chorus line dance and do jazz hands yeah. and sing songs, mm -hmm. that is but a parody of musical theater. Musical theater, which I have laughed at my whole life. 
and I didn't have any actual fun doing Welcome it. Welcome to the Uncool Club, and stop pretending that you're that you're cool, <laughs> and it's a parody. No, it's a blast. I'm keeping the karaoke program, and I'm just going to set it up uh, for my own benefit, you know, make my little videos. A lot of my actor friends have, like, weekly singing videos, you know? Darcy yeah. Rose Burns, okay? Uh, oh, Okay, yeah, go ahead. Kira Morrison, check her out. She's right. a great singer. Right, my friend, here, here we go. Just released an EP. Uh, let me shout out my other friend who's always, always working and does this with the videos, Alexandra Almendarez. Very cool actor, very cool, uh, you know, releases like you do, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, just a song every week, whatnot. Why not? I think it's good stuff. If you have a talent. Slightly more palatable than those monologues. Things. So, I don't, uh, I don't know. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. There's a lot of do news. We? Brexit happened. You do um, the show. I'm I'm under the weather, man. I need to go to the doctor. <laughs> Are you hungover? It no. is National Hangover Day. Did I've you know been that? hungover for 16 years. Oh, no, wait. This is a long time, man. Drink water, eat eggs. years I haven't had a New Year's Day hangover. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> You've been sober for 18 years. Yeah. Um, wow, and you're only 20 years old. That's crazy. The jury's still out on whether it's better or you're not. You're real drunk at two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Drunk toddlers. Yeah, I started hardcore when Anonymous. I was four years old, working on the boat. That's where you develop a drinking habit, working on the boat. Yeah. You know, hauling in them sharks, hauling when, in them, the big fins. I was reading all about sharks today. I, I love and am so scared of sharks. Don't go near the area with dolphins and seals, because that's where the sharks will come. Are you ready, Los Angeles? If you like blood and thunder, come with me. Live from the LAAF Podcast Studios, this is Breaking News. Breaking News. The Rose Parade is off, but the TV special is still on. Oh, the Rose Parade is off. That's right, guys. We did it because we moved here. We're right next to the parade path. And, yeah. And we moved here to um, Pasadena. And they shut it down. And they uh, shut it down. They were like, nope, no more. Not for you. Oh, it's so sad. Um, uh, but did you hear that they've moved the actual Rose Bowl football game to Texas? <laughs> and it's a little bit of a drama going on. The Rose Bowl is the name of the of the place where they have the thing. They have the they hold the Rose Bowl at the Rose Bowl. It is right. A, it's a place. Yeah. It's yeah. a you can jog and and walk around it. I did uh, go up that area and did some hiking the other day. Well, that's extra hurtful. If I ran the annual Christmas party get down club mm-hmm. and everybody decided to have the Christmas party get down at at some at the Elks Lodge, exactly. I'd be very angry. Yeah, so the city officials in <laughs> Pasadena are worried that this maneuver of moving the Rose Bowl game um, all the way to Texas is going to anger the city of Pasadena, which I think it has. Well, the football game belongs to the city of Pasadena and the people of Pasadena, said the city's newly elected mayor, Victor Gordo. I mean... Okay, hey, the Victor Rose Bowl Gordo. has been played elsewhere once before in 1942 when the game was moved to North Carolina weeks after Pearl Harbor was bombed. Yeah. So Pearl Harbor was bombed and we have this pandemic and that's the only time it moved. To be fair, we lost way more people in this pandemic. Way, way more. I like this this quote here. Pasadena is a city with very high self-awareness. Every time we move a tree, you need to have a meeting. 
said Wayne Hunt, a graphic designer who teaches at the Art Center College of Design. Yeah, we were talking about this earlier, you know, like uh, I prefer a town that takes a little pride in itself. You know, I don't mind like Santa Barbara has these weird laws about signage downtown. Mm -hmm. If you've ever been to downtown Santa Barbara, look around and try to find like a colorful Bank of America sign or or a Jack in the the Box or Carl's Jr. So everything has to look cohesive in a historic district. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't mind it. I mean, um, it it probably presents uh, some pains in the ass for like a... Uh, people who own property or people who are running a business or whatever, but you could open up in a non-historic district. You want to be there because you want the foot traffic. So that's the trade-off. I'm sure I'd change my tune if I owned my own business and was trying to do that. (laughs) It's probably a giant pain in the ass, like all bureaucracy shit is. No, I changed my mind again. I started out with one opinion, changed it, and then now I'm changing it again. That's how flexible I am. Senate overrides Trump's veto of defense bill, dealing a legislative blow. Yes. Um, So the Republicans joined the Democrats to enact the legislation over President Trump's objections. Bitch McConnell. Sorry, I have a cold. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I don't even have information. I just wanted to make my bitch McConnell joke. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, Also, uh, Brexit happened on Thursday, yesterday, y'all. Oh, okay. Um, They've been working on that for a long time. And there are people, it's about 50-50 split. I think it's in a big the country, nothing. a lot of people want to be part of the European Union, and then a lot of them wanted to have the uh, the pound be all separate. But I think I think it's mainly an issue for um, people who have dual dual citizenship or Europeans that were living in Britain now are feeling a little exiled. But yeah, yeah, I think it all has to I deal don't really with like get their, it. I'm an American. No, it's like a spaz. Okay, well, write like, in if you have an opinion and you're actually from England. There's okay. There's a similar thing in California where they want to turn the north part of the state and part of Oregon as well into the state of Jefferson. So like, but that's not real. Brexit's no. a real. No, I, but uh, but I'm saying I'm saying like if they were able to do that somehow, let's just imagine they're mm-hmm. able to do that somehow. They get enough signatures to blah blah blah. Well, however you do it, and they're able to. Well, do you think stuff like for for a for, for a practical purposes would like change? No, no. Like a gallon of milk would still cost the same. Like healthcare would still be crappy. People would still be getting shitty minimum wage. Like nothing would change. What do you think you're going to create your state or do a Brexit or even like vote in your Republican or your Democrat and like and oh, it's finally going to be our utopia or whatever. It's not. It's not. Nothing's going to change. So something about a low stick Segway saunter across the Rainbow Road level of Mario Kart Nintendo 64. I don't know what the fuck. This segment of LAAF is brought to you by 24 and more. Are you a narcissist who's been super into eugenics for your whole life but couldn't ever tell anyone? Then go to 24andmore.com and find out your true history. It's great for narcissists and racists. That's me. Because at 24 and more, we're all about you. And we know you're all about you, yourself. You. Me. More about you. How much more? Your story. My story. Me. 24 and more. What can race mean for you? Me. Yourself. Me. No one else. 24 and more. And me. And And you. More me. The more is about you. (laughs) She had such grace. Grace. Come on, I'm from Connecticut. Well, you know, Grace is a tough one. Grace! She's a natural beauty. Is trying... No! uh, To help. You either have Grace or you don't. Grace! 
All right. Well, I am a little hungover because I did drink almost an entire bottle of champagne. I spilled some of it on the carpet and there's a little bit left, but pretty much I drank the whole bottle last night. Uh, We will have some advice for hungover people. Um, They do recommend eating an egg or some food the next day, drinking lots of water. Coffee will only delay it. Hair of the dog is only going to delay your recovery. So just drink water, guys. You're all going to be okay. I did make some keto pancakes this morning. Um, They're healthy. They have almond flour and coconut at something and buttermilk and um but i did want to remind you guys to make sure to use a really good butter and real maple syrup on those pancakes which are so good at soaking up a hangover on new year's day um you know one thing to do a lot of us can't go out to restaurants to get brunch but we can make those fabulous brunches at home you know make yourself a delicious avocado toast throw some sprouts on there some chili flakes use a nice kind of bread and uh that might be real yummy I was down with this dish before it was cool, okay? Avocado, avocado toast. toast has always been bomb. It's so expensive in Los Angeles. It's like $13 for a piece of toast with some avocado on it. I'm not yeah. kidding. No, but it's not if you just get it. It's a, the most LAAF thing ever. You can get a, a, a thing of bread for four bucks and uh, uh, four avocados for three bucks at the I grocery know, store. I know. It's almost like <laughs> people pay more just just for the feeling of it. I mean, I've done it. I've tried the avocado toast at the Earth Cafe. We have one. There's one in the Arts District. There's one here. It's a very trendy restaurant with lines out the door. Their coffees are pretty good and oh, very yeah. strong. It's Earth. U-R-T-H. U-R-T-H. It's very, very trendy. Um, there are these brunch lines um, when it's not a pandemic and when dining is allowed um, in Los Angeles that you can just drive anywhere in Silver Lake or down Melrose and you'll see lines of young hip people stretched way uh, out and you're like, what are they waiting for on this yeah. Sunday morning? They're waiting to get into a brunch table. King tacos like that. Yeah, it was a little like that in New York City and Portland, but LA does does brunch. So you guys, we can't go out for brunch, but make a delicious brunch for yourself at home. Um, I did watch Death to 2020 on Netflix. It was kind of cool. Uh, basically, these actors play characters like a professor or a reporter and yeah it was interesting kind of seeing what happened this past year a whole bunch of but it's of a fictional shit. work um no it's a mockumentary so they're with tongue in cheek they're talking about real events that happened um i did want to recommend uh, yearly departed which is an all female made um production on prime video right. um it's all female comedians female dp director it wasn't completely funny, but it's got all it's got all uh, the people you love, Rachel Rachel Brajnahan and um, Tiffany Haddish, and all those uh, ladies doing jokes and stuff. Um, and they're basically saying goodbye to pants, goodbye to MAGA, goodbye to all these things that are dead in uh, 2020. So check that out on Amazon Prime. Um, it sounds like it was a pretty amazing um, process of filming. They didn't really ever film with people in the same room. They would have to they basically mixed it all together in post so that's kind of interesting um and it sounds like the main writer was breastfeeding the whole time which is pretty badass i i like when women are you know nursing or pregnant and they're still doing film and and when it's all women on a film set it's it's a it's an amazing feeling it's awesome to see women on a film set anyways like i started seeing this phenomenon in theater when i worked in technical theater like there's always a couple of uh you know, uh, women who are on the crew and, uh, you know, like the ones I knew were, they'd out tech the dudes, you know, they were the ones who really rose up and like became, you know, TDs and stuff. But yeah, 
it's uh it's cool to see women in those positions and uh it's great to work for women too yeah. they're really level-headed in the workplace i don't mean to generalize but if i never worked for another man again i'd be fine with it there are a lot more female directors and dps that you see on set now also first assistant directors and oh, second yeah. assistant directors who are the people that um keep the set moving basically the first ad is in charge of keeping everything moving all day and the second ad is in charge of moving around bit players like background actors that film school i went to the serious people who were really gonna graduate and make movies were women yeah and they will it's 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 a new era i've told you guys about rachel morrison uh first woman to be nominated for an oscar for cinematography um she was amazing on seaberg and she was she was holding the steady cam and riding the camera and directing all of the photography didn't she have six a months in? pregnant yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah and she worked up until the last month and then had her her child yeah, pretty amazing oh, yeah. her work speaks for itself yeah fantastic check out rachel morrison um i do have some more news uh, Amazon bought Wondery for $300 million. That's some podcast news for you. They're going to give Spotify a run for their money. I'm a helpful person. This is LAAF. And now it's time for Famous Birthdays on LAAF. Oh, no. Besides, oh, I this I is your birthday. This. Oh, come on. We could do Famous Birthdays. If you're born on New Year's Day, you got to talk about it. That's, That's cool true. Thing. Paul Revere was born on New Year's Day. Oh, okay. Paul Revere. And uh, Mini-Me, Vern Troyer. Morris Chestnut. Mini-Me. He's an actor. Oh, yeah. J.D. Salinger. Ah, oh, yeah. I don't know about Salinger, man. He Uh, wrote some shit. Yeah, some shit. (laughs) Well, we could talk about this Wondery news instead of birthdays. Um, uh, Yeah, yeah. What is it? interesting, huh? Please, yeah. Um, Uh, So Amazon bought the company Wondery. What did they do, though? Were they in an Amazon-type field? Wondery is a podcast network. So what it's doing is signifying that Amazon is now wanting to get into the big money podcast game and, and Spotify and Apple are going to, they're going to start budgeting now because now some podcasts like we discovered last podcast on the left is now exclusively on Spotify. So that Wondery creates a lot of great podcasts that I listen to, but, um, do you have to listen to them exclusively on, uh, Wondery or do they come out on Spotify? They're on iTunes now. I don't know if now, now that Amazon spent 300 million million to buy Wondery, they're going to be putting it through a prime situation somehow, something with Amazon. That's a better model. All these, you know, they should all learn to sell their stuff on everybody else's platform. Like your product should be available in somebody else's store if you really want it to do well. Um, you know, there aren't that many exciting birthdays today, but um, one thing I am excited about in the news is that Deb Haaland is Biden's expected nominee for interior secretary. She would be the first Native American ever to sit on the cabinet. She's a representative from New Mexico, and I'm going to post some p- photos of her on our um, social media. She's- what tribe, though? I'm 116th Cherokee, as everyone knows, and we may be still at war. All right. Well, let me pull up the article. She's from New Mexico. So. Mm. I'm skeptical. She's sus to me. I mean, to have a woman be, to have a Native American person be Secretary of the Interior who um, is in charge of all of the national parks and all of that is pretty incredible. She'd be overseeing millions of acres taken from Indians and treaties broken over the past several centuries. I mean, she'd oversee national parks, wildlife refuges, the geological survey, survey the bureau of land management uh, it's 
kind of I'm amazing. On, I'm I mean, all for it. I I, I uh, would bet against her policies being anything but like you know more of the same. But I disagree. Actually, if you look at her record, she's sure. she's very proud to be Native American, and she's standing strong for a much more earth centered way of looking at the world. And the moment, the fact that she could be Interior Secretary, what that is saying is um, profound. She said when she when you consider the fact that a former Secretary of the Interior once proclaimed his goal to quote civilize or exterminate all Native Americans. Yeah. She was referring to Alexander Stewart, the Secretary of the Interior in the early 1850s in the Fillmore administration. And they did they did exterminate over 237,000 Native Americans, a population collapse of nearly 90% in the 1800s. So, it's about time that the United States of America recognizes these people that we have massacred and you know it's time for native americans to have high positions in our government so that we can change some of these laws and then we can protect this land and protect these people yeah it's interesting like um who who has representation and who does not and especially like in those areas affected by or or not affected by but like that have you know like a reservation in them or have still like native owned lands in Mm -hmm. them and stuff like they're still not a bun- there's still not a ton of representation coming out of those communities um, that gets into higher office because those communities are poor. You know, they're largely poor unless they have a casino in them, and then they still have you know a, a wealth uh, gap. You know, there's only you know a few rich people that own and run casinos. You know, so it's like you know to see I don't know to see certain communities especially like that who who need to show up and be a part of the process doing so mm-hmm. you know but I thought this about Obama too I was like this guy's in the greatest position to do some real major changes stuff that liberals have been talking about for a long time and to you know I he did some health care a little bit but like not not to didn't impress me so I you know I I hope that the sweeping changes that some of these people want to make are more important at some point than whatever the identity stuff is with them, you know? Well, that's all a great and good thing, you know? Like, let's see you do something. Will somebody please listen to me? And now... Listen, everybody, I want to make an announcement about something. The LAAF Podcast presents... Today, Junior! Is today even a thing? Nah. Uh, yeah, it's a thing. It's no, New no. Year's Day. Oh. It is New Year's Day. And it's National Hangover Day, as I was mentioning before. Um, it's interesting how it actually became uh, National Hangover Day. <laughs> um, it was a couple of girls, basically, Keegan Callagher and Marlo Anderson, who started it in 2015 and got the day approved by the Registrar of National Day Calendar in November of 2015. They officially declared New Year's Day National Hangover Day. They got together at the Oven and Tap, a restaurant in Bentonville, Arkansas, and uh, and they made it happen, guys. And that's what America is all about. That's sick. Eat a fried egg, drink plenty of water, eat a banana. You'll be all right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. You know, even though... Last night was a night of revels. Oh, yes. Uh, the living room was popping, man. Yeah. Yeah. It we was awesome. We had lights. We had sound. We, the had, whole we got real glammed up. The whole video's up on the page up. now. 
the uh, the powers that be granted us the oh. ability to post our video. So okay, great. I can't wait to go back and see you sing. <laughs> while they didn't let anyone watch it for half of the thing, they let us post the whole thing because I disputed their thing. They said, "Oh, Warner blah blah owns this section of this." And then they but have we had a little, bought the karaoke tracks. So, so. they have a little checkbox where you can say, I dispute this. And then they have another little checkbox that says fair use. So you fought Warner Warner Music Group. Oh, yeah. And you, you can won. do it on a case-by-case basis. I've done oh, it on YouTube, to too. I used to do the show, this show here, without you. Mm. You know, when it was super boring. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I did the show on YouTube a couple of times. And they did that bullshit. And they wouldn't let you post the thing. And they... They didn't. They didn't go live, and then you disputed it, and they put your video up. And so it's, but it's stupid because it ruins the live experience for people. Like we well, had kicked off a couple our, some friends of our and family watching, who were watching. Yeah. yeah. So and then and it's a New Year's Eve party, so it's not like who wants to watch that tonight. But we did try out some new equipment, and we're going to keep going, guys. We might try to go live on YouTube. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna keep experimenting with our software and our equipment. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, check out the video just to see Grace uh, sing a tune and, and even to see uh, me sing the just rare tune. Just to see the dress because it was really cut and high. to see and the dress, but also fat. the quality of the broadcast is better than ever. Just like the podcast, if you go back and listen to show one, this is show 66. Oh, cool. We're going to do a very special thing next Friday for show 69. All right. We're going to, it's going to be, it's going to be a good pretty. Jimmy, uh, stop. <laughs> it's embarrassing. <laughs> 69, bro, 420. Um, uh, what was I talking about? Uh, you got distracted. You were I talking did. about show 66 <laughs> and, and the quality of broadcast. Yeah, if you listen to show one, uh, show 66 is uh, much better. You know, I, you know. Okay, well, I'm going to petition the national de- calendar of days uh, to say that this day should also be National Fool Day. Fool. That's got to already be a day. I'm referring to the tarot. Because the fool card in the major arcana of the tarot cards, and don't get scared and think it's the devil or whatever. The tarot is an ancient um, way of looking at archetypal symbols. Um, Basically, the fool card is named zero, which is considered to be a number of infinite potential. The perfect card for today, the first day of the year. He's kind of like a blank slate. um, And he generally symbolizes symbolizes um, a new beginning, the beginning of a new journey, one where you will be filled with optimism and freedom from the usual constraints in life. Um, So you sort of see him and he's like a childish fellow with a pack on his back and he's about to happily step off a cliff. That's exactly what the card is doing. Yeah. And he's carrying a white rose, which I did decorate our podcast studio with last night. The white rose does symbolize innocence, hope, a new beginning. And that's what today's all about, guys. So happy National Fool Day. Uh, mark it with a Bloody Mary as it's National Bloody Mary Day as well. It's uh, con- That's the hair of the dog theory with hangovers. Yeah. Look, nothing works better, but also you're now an alcoholic. No. It, yeah. It doesn't really <laughs> work better. You might feel better for a minute like you would when you drink coffee, but both are still dehydrating. And this one I'm into, I'm going to avoid it this year. Mm. Maybe I'll come back to it next year. This is tomorrow. We won't be broadcasting, but um, it is uh, tomorrow National Buffet Day. Oh. Love a buffet. Buffets are one of the things now illegal because of the pandemic, and they I may never it. come back. Man. They're unsanitary, Jimmy. Everything it's I illegal. love is going Singing away. Singing in public is illegal. Buffets are illegal. Hugging is illegal. All things 
Um, that part's okay. I already had a, I already had a, a thousand petitions um, ready to go with but, the making hugging illegal. Well, it's just because you hung out in Northern California a lot, and that's where everyone wants to hug everyone every time you bump into them at the grocery store. Oh yeah, yeah, it's oh, a real touchy feeling culture. Now we have an excuse. <laughs> Stay away. Six oh, feet to, back. And tomorrow's also Happy Mew Year for Cats Day. Oh, that. Come come on. Fool Day's better than Mew Day. Oh, yeah. Just say Cat Day. So it's specifically about the sound a cat makes? I mean, people. No. He's a narcissistic, egomaniacal, psychopathic man. The town malcontent. You're a very sarcastic man, aren't you? Jimmy is drinking vodka on the toilet. He's an angry little gnome. Oh, look, it's the guy from that thing. He got fat. Here's Jimmy. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Slow mo. What's up, Jimmy? No. Cheer up, Jimmy. Yeah. I'm fine. I just, uh, you know, a little under the weather. <laughs> You've been working too hard. you got to slow down and put your feet up. No. Chill I out. No. Just relax. No, I need to work harder. Take a nap. No, it was the only solution for all this is to work harder. I was thinking about uh, Wonder Woman 84. Mm, we haven't seen it yet. I kind of want to watch it, but uh, my yeah, hopes are not high. I was not impressed with the first movie, and um, there's a running theme here. Okay, like uh, you were talking about diversity in filmmaking and all all female productions, Well, Patty Jenkins is the director and will be of the third Wonder Woman movie as well. Okay, great, great. So I I love all of that, and I'm glad that people are getting in where they didn't have an in before and getting jobs where they couldn't get a job before and all that stuff, but like- Pussy power! Pussy power! But my point is also make a good movie, right? There was this thing in the late 90s. Like men made good movies in the 90s? No, no, no. Good good action movies? This is not about a good movie. This is about a bad movie. Um, No, and most action movies are bad anyway. Mm -hmm. So I understand when it's like, you know, so when it's like an action movie, but it's like bad, you know, like Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix was bad. It's all right to make bad movies too. Yeah, 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 totally. But- once in a while, there's a really good one, you know? Uh, uh, Tombstone is good, you know? Uh, uh, Die Hard is good, you know? Like, some of these movies are good, and and the world, we the industry owe the world the definitive, good, female-led, epic picture. Well, there are still. all these other female, there's still, there's Catwoman, there's the Black Widow, there's the Scarlet Witch, there are all these other ones, and they don't even have their own franchises There's history, yet. there's all of history, there's the Nancy Wake picture that I've been pitching since right. I heard about that story, all exactly. these World War II spy Grace histories. O'Malley, that, Grace that O'Malley. Celtic pirate queen yeah google any of these names and you're gonna find you're gonna find a story to read about that finally we had harriet but more epic than any any movie you've seen yet listen to the history chicks guys harriet's pretty close but it's too it was they made it pg rated and like i don't know it had holes in it too what i'm saying is like is like you know, if the whole point of your movie is that it's diverse all of a sudden, then like maybe that's gonna take away something from making that epic picture. Like somehow this has to come together where that that movie that's a a a, a black movie or a woman led movie, you know, also has to be truly and for real 
for for actual reasons the best picture of the year you know or one of the great films of but the you last need 10 resources years. to do that why was a creep like Woody Allen getting all unlimited creative like, potential the and That's funding what I'm mad about I'm saying the it's the producers that are still the executive producers and need to, to give sexist. the budget they're not saying they're saying here have this middling amount of money to make your woman epic picture you right know? where right. if I went to them with the Nancy Wake story I'd want all the money give me all the money right 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 no know? these movies should be epic they should be big budget just the way all the other ones have been and it's happening it's gonna happen in my lifetime yeah when yeah. when when so often you see a, a massive gigantic I don't know what the latest one is but the giant joke one for the last 20 years has of course been Waterworld because at its time it was like the biggest most expensive movie ever to be made. I and it loved was, Waterworld. Of course you did, but it was not a success. It lost money. So right. if you can if you can make these gigantic blockbuster money losing pictures, then you can do it with one of these these ones that touts diversity as the thing that it's so about. You know, if it's really what you're about, that just tells me that the big studios and the big producers aren't about that shit. Because you're spending a th- two thirds or half of the money on that type of vehicle that you would on a you know on another fucking Bruce Willis film or something. Right, and these directors and these female stars are having to fight just to get close to the salaries of of what these male directors and male oh, stars yeah. make. Still, yeah, that's only very recently, mm-hmm. and that's only with allies that are you know that are powerful and that are men and mm-hmm. that are money people, and you know it's only till we all woke up and saw it. Um, oh, we watched Ad Astra, too, and I wanted to review oh, that. Oh, that's the Brad Pitt astronaut movie. Yeah, yeah, pretty great movie. Could have been like a third as long. Like, there was long, long, long-ass shots of Brad Pitt's face, which, what the hell, I can't get enough. But, you know, <laughs> it made the movie too long. Well, space movies always have this... These, these, They're dramatic. Well, they just have this orchestral score, and then yeah. it will looks at the sky for a long time, and the colors of the lighting is really... For dramatic. some reason, yeah. For Space s- is the you, unknown. They if, always want to go that route. <laughs> if you go 500 years in the past, you can be ultra melodramatic. Or 500 years in the future, you can be ultra melodramatic. You know, like there, like there was a monologue that ended a uh, a, a show that I talk about often and will no longer the mention expanse. on the podcast. Um, last uh, two episodes ago, this Shakespearean monologue, and I'm like, only in sci-fi or Shakespeare do you get this dramatic. And now the LAAF podcast presents. Today in history. All right. Well, a lot of exciting things happen to happen on January 1st of many years. The Emancipation Proclamation in 1863 was made by Abraham Lincoln, freeing all Confederate slaves. And um, hallelujah. It's kind of creepy to think that was only, what, about 150 years ago. You know what's weird is that Abraham Lincoln was the only president in U.S. history, I believe, uh, to to uh, suspend habeas corpus. Huh. So, so one of the greatest... One of the greatest, uh, free, you know, uh, 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 fighters for freedom mm-hmm. in the office ever in history was also used basically the tools of a dictator. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, yeah, they're all everything really is so problematic, especially as you go further back. Yeah. North American free. I see. I see what that is. So, yeah, in 1861, Lincoln did suspend the writ of habeas corpus yeah. to give military authorities the necessary power to silence dissenters and rebels. Yeah. So commanders could arrest and detain individuals who were deemed threatening to military operations. Wow. Uh, do you know when the first New Year's Eve was, Grace Faye? 1908, when they dropped the ball? No. It has nothing oh, to oh, do with... Oh. I'm sorry. You're I, yelling about New York again? Yeah. You've only been there it once, fucking tourist. nothing to do tourist. with snooty, <laughs> snooty East Coast New York traditions that nobody okay, cares about. Rome, Rome. Uh, Drop the ball. The, the emperor of Rome made, made it a new year on January 1st. 45 BC. C. 45 BC. Did I get an A+. Plus? You, you you Googled it. No, I remembered it, it from the last time. We talked about it on Wednesday. The Julian calendar? Yeah. Oh, all right. No, fine. go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's fine. No, the people want to know. Did we talk about in 1863, President Abraham Lincoln signed the... Oh, yes, yeah, no, so we, we talked did. about that. We did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, uh, lots of other things happened. Let's see what else happened here In 1958, Johnny Cash played that Folsom, uh, Folsom Prison concert. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't realize that was New Year's Day. Yeah, that in was 19... a step in music history. Oh, that's a good, good album. Uh, 1919, Henry Ford stands down as president of the Ford Motor Company, and his son, Edsel Ford, took over running, running it. Oh, yeah. That's... And they increased the minimum wage that day in 1919 to guess how much per day? How much mm. money per day? 1919, uh, 47 cents. 47 cents per day or per hour? Per day. $6 per day. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Dang. Uh... That's almost what I make now. The United Nations was established in I 1942. Oh. It's okay. Did, did you notice in that what space movie were we watching recently? I can't remember. They're blurring all together. You sci-fi I don't know how freak. I'm getting away with like making her watch so many space well, movies, but we it's watched that new people. George Clooney one and it ended up being about space anyway. Young I men. thought he was a pilot. Young men, Midnight keep dreaming. Sky. If you just wear away at her, if every <laughs> night, every single fucking night, she comes to you and she says, "What do you want to watch?" and you say a sci-fi thing, eventually she'll just say yes. See, I think that's going to work with the Hallmark movies, but I'm still too embarrassed to push them hard. But I did get Jimmy to do Christmas this year, and that was a coup for me. That's a that's a personal battle. I've been trying to do Christmas better every year in my life. It's um, a personal growth issue. Okay, you might not know <laughs> it, but I'm into personal growth. You you are. Yeah, that's why yeah. I don't use certain words anymore that I used to use in my youth. You're about a half inch words. taller. If you keep trying, maybe you'll, maybe you'll be six when feet I stand and up, a fourth of an inch. When I stand up straight, I am six feet tall. I mean, that is one way to do personal growth, just stand up straighter. And in the words of Micah Cohn and the M.O.N.A.Y.A., you should stand up straight. I like it. Um, well, anyway, I was saying in that even in that space movie, whichever one it was, um, they were wearing some kind of unitard thing. There was alien What'd face you call makeup. Me? <laughs> um, they referred to the UN. So it was a neat oh, yeah. idea that, oh, even in the future, in a fictional space universe, the United Nations established in 1942 is a thing. In the future, the United Nations is the uh, the one world government. Oh, no, but they also On run. Earth, but yeah. then they become universal. They run the moon, and Mars has its own government. I said I wasn't going to talk about the show anymore. You're listening to LAAF.
the podcast where we agree with each other about conspiracies. Should we all get high? What are you guys going to do with all your uh, with your Christmas trees? My friend reminded me, don't just put them in the trash. Use a service uh, somewhere in your town that does pickup so that they can be um, ground up and made into mulch to or, grow more pretty flowers. Or, Recycle those trees. Or uh, take your 600 bucks that you just got last night, check your bank account, and uh, buy some gas. Wait, are you serious? They... Put- they put didn't. some uh, put some gas in your can and put some gas in your tank and tie that tree to the top of your car and put the gas on the tree and then light that sucker up out, you know somewhere out in we the desert. We should do that. No, we uh, could do it right down Colorado Avenue because there's no Rose Bowl parade. We could just light our Christmas tree on fire. It's super flammable. Oh yeah. They would probably love that. Yeah, it would there, be fun. I heard there's people actually sitting out there right now. It'd be just festive to make themselves feel better, even though there's no nothing going by. Oh, we should do that. We should get lawn, get chairs, lawn chairs and just sit out and on wait. Colorado Boulevard. <laughs> no, we should wave at the cars <laughs> at the driving civilians. by yeah. as if yeah. they're the floats. Yeah, <laughs> That's you know. Great Give yeah. them like they're famous for fifteen minutes. We can you know? throw they're candy like, oh, at hi, them. Yeah. yeah, we throw beads and candy. Yeah, this is gonna be fun. <laughs> the rose rose bowl parade reversed. Yeah, we'll show them our boobs. No, that's a different parade. That's in yeah, that's in a, next month in uh, New Orleans. Oh. oh, Mardi Gras is gonna be so depressing this year. Yeah. We'll check in with my cousin in New Orleans and see what they're doing. I'm sure they'll still have parties, but they may not. Well, they're more lip more liberal conservative whatever it is down there liberal with the coronavirus laws i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i I really genuinely was like more liberal and then everything's become so polarized that actually more conservative means they're more liberal with the freedoms yeah and the reopenings uh our our good buddy author sans halt was telling us that some of the liberals have turned all the way back around in being anti-maskers and being you know different stuff like that as uh that they are now the conservatives it's all (laughs) it's It's all all topsy-turvy but i'm uh, glad i've still believed exactly the same crap the whole time We've survived 2020, guys, you know, and some things are going to change and some things have changed in ways we don't even see now. But, uh, hey, we're here. It's a sunny day in L.A. And uh, hey, there's other podcasts. Oh, Um, yeah, definitely. You know, if you've not subscribed on all the stuff and followed us on every social media and read through we our have a web new patron. pages and look at oh yeah we have a new May patron Cookrow, thank you so much for becoming a patron May on uh, patreon.com slash laaf never podcast. met her looking forward to getting to know her she's a filmmaker so that's impressive that she would think to follow up to uh, Uh, subscribe to us if you follow us on itunes uh and you're sitting there and you got the itunes app open check out absurdist theater company uh that's my uh that's my buddy and my boss mang uh ari stidham and he just started he has a hilarious christmas parody on there right now absurdist theater company absurdist theater company it's a new podcast uh, okay and, new podcast yeah all right now me and no 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 oh oh go the martian broadcast ari's brother jordan ah. very good this is a whole series following the time in which orson wells was you know going oh, to hollywood yeah i've heard of that one yeah it's really really good surprisingly good i was giving it 
to be honest, a courtesy listen, and I got hooked. Like yeah. I binged well, the whole thing Well, it's about that time when he when he broadcast that the Martians were landing. We talked about it on our day in history. Yeah, and uh, then my friends Jordan and uh, JP have a podcast called My Dad's Chili, which is just my fun. dad's chili. Yeah, actors from LA talking. You know the type oh, of podcast. Cool. What? <laughs> yeah, so check all those out, and uh, those are my fa- those are my favorite local podcasts these days. Okay, now let me do some. Fine. Um, the History Chicks, as I mentioned, is a, just a great one, a biography of famous women. Every single one of their episodes should be made into a major, big budget Hollywood movie. These it's incredible. The stories, yeah. And there's a two-parter on Wonder Woman, on the creator of Wonder Woman, and on actually how feminist it originally was and how these new movies aren't even that level. Oh, but, like, but she doesn't always have to have a boyfriend. Yes, exactly. The creator was in a thruple. Props, bro. So check out The History Chicks. Um, also, I just started listening to That Witch Life, which is kind of fun. It's some witches that live in Los Angeles. And uh, I've already mentioned, let me see. Oh, Face to Faces is a pretty fabulous uh, podcast for the LGBTQ community. Check it out. And it also deals a lot with uh, handling depression and grief. Heck yeah. Come back and see us. Uh, we'll be broadcasting yet again on the specified times. LAAF podcast on the things. Patreon.com We're not leaving you guys. Podcast. No, we're never leaving. We're here. We we are sticking with it. What has it been? A month that we've done Monday, Wednesday, Friday? Come over. Give us a kiss. That's going to make you sick. Pretty fresh beat, huh? He is killing the internet right now. I get mine, but I'm no floozy. Are you listening to this?